Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, it's Adam. I'm off floors here, your host of the smart business show. And today we're going to be going over the top 10 money blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to be going over some things that you may be aware of or may not be aware of. Sometimes you're not fully aware of some things that can be holding you back and that's why they're blocks, right? And so anytime we're going after our vision or we want to be able to grow our business, we have to be able to make sure our mind is right so that way we can be able to do the right activities and not be held back by fear or not be held back by insecurities, especially around the word money. A lot of times, you know, money can hold us back because of what we see in movies, uh, the messaging that rich people are, are bad and poor people are good, or maybe you had parents that had money beliefs that, you know, if you were meant to be rich, then you would be already, or you hear a lot of these phrases as you grow up if you didn't grow up in an affluent area or with maybe uh, parents that knew how to manage money well. And that was the case for me. I grew up in a, you know, a poor background. And so you know, I had a lot of these money blocks that I had to work through. And so I'm excited to be able to bring uh, some of these top money blocks uh, to you today. So number one, what is a money block that you could be having in your business holding you back from success? It is, I don't feel I have a service that is worth the price I'm asking for. And so I like to think about it like this. You know, in this, you have like these low conscious thoughts and then you have like these higher conscious thoughts, right, that you can decide to move into. And so on the lower conscious thought, it's, you might be thinking, does my service really provide value for the price I'm charging? But the higher conscious thought would be, I will charge based on the ROI my solution brings over a lifetime. See, that's a higher level thought. And the reason why you want to charge based off of the solution over a lifetime is that you don't undervalue what it is you're selling. So for example, let's say that you have a program that you're selling on relationship advice, right? You can say, oh, my course is only worth $37. Well, what if you're able to truly help that person in their relationships and now they have a successful marriage because of what they learned from you? So that program would then be worth exponentially more. Now it's worth $2,000. Now you increased your price 40 times what you were currently charging. And so that means that for every $1 you make, you would make an additional $40 because of just one switch in thought that causes you to rearrange your pricing. Isn't that how any brand is is done? You know, if you think about some of the top brands, like it's, let's say even a, a watch brand like Rolex, right? Is it really worth 10, 15, $20,000? Well, what makes it worth that is at one point they made the decision that this watch is going to be worth this much. They created the brand around that premium experience. And so for that reason, Rolex is one of the most financially successful watch companies in the world. So it doesn't matter what you're selling, whether it's a course, a program, a service, you want to be able to place the true value on that service, not just off of what you think it will be, but based off of the true value of what that is, not just 
in a short term, but in the long term. So that will be able to help you. The other thing is uh, number two is I have a hard time asking for large amounts of money. So this is a, a big one for sometimes. Sometimes you, you, you may not be comfortable asking for large amounts of revenue. You may feel weird about it or unsure or maybe afraid of what somebody may think. And so your low conscious thought can be, they probably will think that I'm trying to take all their money if I ask for it. Uh, the high conscious thought is, I bring so much value, they are excited to figure out how they can afford it. That's a completely different thought. So now you're confident in the value that you're bringing that you know that they're gonna be excited for what you're bringing so they're gonna figure out a way to afford it. So that's a big one right there. If you're not used to asking, let's like say you're, you're charging low amounts for your services and you wanna be able to up-level your game, you gotta be able to feel comfortable asking for these higher amounts of money and, and creating the value around that. Number three, uh, is I'm afraid to put people in a financial hardship if I charge too much. And this happens a lot of times with people that have a really big heart. You may think like, man, like I don't wanna stretch somebody because you know they're, they're in a tight spot and I don't wanna challenge them, they can't do it. And so uh, the low conscious thought is, what if they say yes and I put them into a financial hardship and I don't wanna do that? The high conscious thought is, if I don't give them the tools they need, they're gonna stay where they're at. And this is a different paradigm. You have to realize that if you do not challenge them to figure out a way to get the resources to get your program or to get your service, they may not ever get those tools and they may stay exactly where they're at. And so it's our job as leaders to be able to challenge people and say, look, this is the program that can help you get out of your, your, your spot or the, the area you're struggling in. So if you're selling, let's say, a sales program or you're selling some type of mindset program, if they do not get that program, then guess what? They are not going to get the tools that they need to get to that result. Okay, uh, so that's, that's number three. Number four is I'm afraid to lose prospects because my service or program uh, is too expensive. This is a big one. A lot of times people don't increase their pricing because they think, man, if I increase my pricing, then people are going to think like they're not going to want to work with me. And so with that, uh, you know, the low conscious thought would be, what if I charge them too much and they don't want to buy because I'm too expensive? The high conscious thought is I will do my best to adjust my targeting so I can share my offer with the right audience. See, if you want to charge more, all you have to do is you have to be able to adjust your target market. That's why a lot of you know company services that I you know even see out there is like, it, what's the difference between a speech at a company and a speech in a local workshop? The difference is the target, right? There's more resources there, so they're willing to invest at a higher level because of the amount of resources there. Same thing goes with your client base. When you're working with a, a lower level of client base, then there's gonna be more a lack of resources there versus if you're working in a different target, now you have more resources to work with and you can be able to even add in more value as well to justify that pricing. And so uh, don't ever be afraid to lose prospects because your pricing is too expensive. Adjust your targeting and you'll be able to find people that can afford it. All right, number five. Uh, this is a big one. I feel I'll never be ready to launch. And so the low conscious thought is, I'm not ready yet. Let me keep working and creating first, and then eventually what I create will be amazing enough to launch. This happens a lot of times when people are so great at creating. They create, they create, they create, and they just feel like they're never gonna be ready to launch because they want to be a perfectionist before they do anything. And so uh, the high conscious thought is, 
I'm ready to launch what I have. I'm ready to launch what I have so I can earn as I learn rather than learn and be broke. So this is a key one here because you can launch what you create as it is and be willing to adjust it along the way so you can earn as you learn. You start making sales with what you have versus trying to perfect everything and then you end up procrastinating, then you get paralyzed by fear and then you don't end up doing it and then you're confirming that belief that you don't have what it takes to be successful. And we wanna be able to eliminate that belief. Launch what you have with where you're at and then you can adjust and improve it on the way, okay? So uh, number, number six, I don't know what to use the extra money for, so I lack the motivation to make it. And this is actually a lot of people. They don't know what they would spend the money on. They don't know what, why they would need the extra money. They don't know what they would do if they had the extra money. So they're just not motivated to make more of it. And this happens to a lot of people. They're not really sure, so they're not really driven to go out and make more. And so uh, the low conscious thought is, it doesn't matter to me if this person buys or not. If I had the extra money, I honestly wouldn't even know what to do with it. So there's no goal set. There's no real reason why they need the money. And it's not just about having a goal. It's about having a real reason why you need it. And so, uh, so the high conscious thought is, I'm clear on why I need more money and the impact I will make with it. And that's what successful people do. They're very clear on the impact that they're gonna make with the money that they are generating. And so that they know why they need it, therefore they raise their internal thermostat to go out and make more of it because they know that money has to get allocated towards a purposeful cause, okay? So that's, that's a, a higher conscious thought, switching that over. All right, number seven. Uh, I've been held back by comparing myself to other entrepreneurs. This is a big financial killer. Uh, the low conscious thought is, I notice competitor A has this feature that I don't have, so I'm not ready to put myself out there yet. So you start looking at all the other people that are out there and what they're doing, and then you think, oh, I, I'm not at that level yet, so therefore I can't put myself out there because I don't have what they have. The, that is a big thought as, it, as I work with a lot of my students and clients, that happens a lot of times. People don't think they're ready yet. So they keep waiting and waiting and waiting because they see the competitor A out there that has it all together. And so we gotta be able to give ourselves permission to go as we are, to not have it all together, but to be able to you know, go out and, and, uh, and, and go as we are, like not trying to compare ourselves to others. So the high conscious thought would be, it's not about the features who I am, my unique gifts, and how I show up are irreplaceable. And so it's about really understanding your value and what you're bringing to the table that's so different than everybody else, okay? So that was number seven. Number eight, I find it hard to reinvest because I'm afraid to lose the money. And this happens a lot of times if you grew up and you didn't have a lot, now you start making something, you try and hold on to it, you start hoarding it, you don't wanna let it go, you don't, you wanna, you grip it so tight. When that happens, you begin to choke the growth of your business because you don't allow money to freely flow and so you can't reinvest, which means you can't make more. So the low conscious thought is, what if I lose my investment? I'd rather save my money and hold on to it. The high conscious thought is, I will make wise investments and allow money to come easily and frequently. 
that was a big thing for me because as I began to grow, I was used to only making a couple thousand dollars as a server. So now I start making more money and more money and then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much. And then to see money go out and then when I started our, our company after I got out of direct sales, like I started seeing payroll go out and it was so weird. I remember the first time I saw $10,000 go out and then $20,000 a month go out and then 40,000 and then 50,000 and then 60,000 and 70,000 a month. You're just like, oh my gosh, this money is just, like you see it come into your account and then it just goes right out because you're reinvesting back and it's like this scary feeling. But if I made the decision that I didn't want to reinvest, then I would stay exactly where I was and I would never be able to allow cash flow to move freely to be able to recoup a larger investment. And that's where I had to be able to say, okay, Adam, I got to let go. I got to let go of control. I'm going to let the money flow freely and I'm going to allow myself to reinvest wise with wise decisions. It's not about reinvesting on any opportunity, but investing wisely. Okay. So that was number eight. Uh, number nine. This is actually a big one. I find making money is hard. Making money is hard. Uh, so the low conscious thought is making money is difficult even when I work hard. And this is a very common thought that a lot of people have. They think making money is hard. Well, the high conscious thought is making money is easy when I present a solution to the right people. See, when you go to a target market and you're really clear on the solution you're bringing, then you know that making money is actually pretty easy. You're just presenting your solution over and over and over and over again to people that are uh, going to need what it is that you're offering. And so that's like, that's like, oh, wow, like all I have to do is focus on providing a solution over and over and over again. It's kind of like planting seeds. Eventually, they grow and then you have the harvest, right? So you're planting seeds, bringing solutions, bringing solutions, and then eventually you begin to be able to make more. So the reason why people feel money make, um, making money is hard is because they don't have a solution packaged to present to somebody. And so in that case, making money is hard because why is somebody going to pay you? So you can think about, okay, how am I going to make money today? But if you're not bringing a solution, then that's going to be very difficult. Okay, so um, so then th this is number 10 is, this is a really big one. This is a really big one. I find myself with the either or mentality. So for example, the low conscious thought is, I would rather be less stressed than be rich. It's an either or mentality. I would rather have peace than make a lot of money. I would rather have a great relationship with my kids than make a lot of money. So it's an either or mentality. You create a scenario in your mind where you can only have one or the other. So the high conscious thought is I'd rather, uh, so the high conscious thought is I would rather have peace and be rich. I would rather have great relationship with my, my kids and be rich. So it's not an either or, it's an and. So that's a big shift and pivot because a lot of times people corner themselves and says, oh, I would rather have this than that. You can actually have both at the same time. Will it require sacrifice? Yes. Will it require more discipline? Yes. But the reality is, is that you can actually have both at the same time. So getting rid of the either or mentality is really, really good. So that is those those are 10. Now, I want to be able to throw in a couple bonus ones that have, that have uh, been brought up by some students over the past that aren't really ranked in the top 10, but they are additional money blocks that could be holding you back. So here is another one. If I make more money, I'm afraid I would lose it all. So that's a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to lose it all. So the low conscious thought is if I made too much money, I would somehow blow it. And this happens when you see people who've made money in the past and it just disappears. Like they end up spending it all on 
clothes, vacations, trips, paying for things, giving money away to friends and family. So they don't feel confident in their ability to hold on to money. So they don't want to make more of it because they just think if I made more, I would just end up blowing it all and probably getting into more debt. And so, um, so this is the, the, the contrast to that thought or the high conscious thought. It's the money that I don't spend makes me rich. So now you start thinking, wow, if I'm making a ton of money, the money I don't spend will also make me rich. So now you begin to develop a discipline around it and you begin to trust yourself and your relationship with money so that you're not being held back by thinking that you're just going to blow it all every time that you make it. Okay. So that's another one. Uh, so the, the, uh, this is the last one here is I'm afraid to make a claim this is specifically for entrepreneurs. I'm afraid to make a claim because I don't want others to put me in a box. So this happens when people are afraid to put themselves out there for a particular thing. Like I help people do X because they don't want to be categorized in a box. They want to be able to help everybody and they don't want to be able to create a specific niche market. So the low conscious thought is I don't want to put myself out there to be known for this one thing and then get stuck. So then they don't ever put themselves out there with a the message. And so they're always waiting for the perfect message to come so that they can be known in this most beautiful way possible. Um, and so the high conscious thought is I am not one thing. I share everything I know to be true and valuable. So you share what you know to be true and valuable constantly so that you are not put in a box because you are not just one thing. You are more than one thing. And so that allows you to evangelize your message. When you evangelize your message, you're getting uh, more seeds planted and more solutions out there. And that allows more revenue to come back to you. So those are the top 10 money blocks that are keeping people back from success that I've noticed with clients and people that have talked to me in the past around struggling in the area of finances. And so uh, those are 10 plus a couple bonus ones that I've heard from clients in the past. And so hopefully you got some value from this. If so, make sure to subscribe to this channel, leave a seven star review. I know there's only five stars, but leave seven stars and let us know how you like this episode and begin to apply these money, uh, these money strategies as far as your mindset goes so that you could begin to increase more of your financial growth. So thanks so much for watching this episode. And for those of you guys who are listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe and I will see you in the next episode.